Welcome to This Week in the State Line, where we talk with local people about the local topics that you care about. Well, good morning. It's time for This Week in the State Line. I am Steve Summers, your host. Today, we are talking about Rock House Kids, a great organization in our community that, well, may not be as visible as you think, but definitely we're grateful that they are here as well. Dee Lackney from Rock House Kids, the executive director is here this morning. Hi, Dee. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. So, Rock House Kids, I just moved to Rockford. Tell me about what this is. Well, first of all, it's the best kept secret in Rockford. We have been around for 20 years and we work with the inner city kids. The main point of us is to get them off the streets and keep them safe because we're down on 7th and Broadway. And if anybody knows that area, it's not a great area. And our kids are mixed up with right around all the gangs and the sex trafficking that's going on and the drug dealers. They're fighting to take our kids and we're fighting to save them. So how do kids get into Rock House? I mean, are you actually going to find them? Are they referred? The kids just come. The kids that come to Rock House, they go and they tell other kids about it. Because what we do is we help with life skills. We help with items that they need, like winter's coming up. So in the second week of November, we're going to be handing out brand new winter coats for the kids. We also do boots and hats and gloves all throughout the winter and blankets. Blankets are a huge one because a lot of our kids, they bounce from place to place. They don't have a stable home, so they're cold. And the places that they go, some of them don't even have enough heat for everybody that's there. So we're not talking about homeless kids. We're just talking about kids that are in a bad situation. Kids are in a bad situation. And even though they're not the typical thinking of um, hanging out underneath a railroad track, they're still considered homeless if they're bouncing from place to place to place. All right, so they get the assistance they need from products, which means that you must be looking for jackets and gloves and donations? Right, we're always looking for donations because we're not state or federally funded. So we have um, different organizations and individuals and churches that will come alongside of us and they will donate things for us. Because what happens with our program, we're open Monday through Thursday from 5 until 8 o'clock. And what happens is our kids will get there. Sometimes they walk. Sometimes they ride a bike. We do have two 15-passenger vans, but they are stuffed full. They go out onto the west side at Concord, and that's where we fill them up. We bring them on back, and every time they get there, they get a hot meal. Because we don't know the last time some of the kids have eaten, especially in the summer when they don't have their free meals at school. So they get a hot meal. And from that point, then we go into a teaching time. And that teaching time, we teach them about life skills, how to treat each other, like how to respect themselves, how to show responsibility, um, things that we would just know what to do. They're not being taught. So we're trying to do that with them. We have some music for the kids to sing and dance to. And then what they do after that, they're in um, a classroom setting with a mentor. We like two mentors in each classroom. And they're in there for about an hour, and that's where the we have some curriculum for them to teach on. But the main thing is get the nugget of the curriculum and then love on the kids. The kids need to know that they're cared about and that someone shows up week after week after week for them. Because, quite honestly, they're not the easiest kids at times. What is the age we're looking at? Well, on Mondays and Wednesdays, we have first graders through sixth grade. And then on Tuesday, Thursdays, we have our 7th through 12th graders. So we go all the way from 6 years old to 18. i got to tell you, my heart dropped a little bit when you said first graders, because in my head I was doing the math. 
six-year-olds yes. are in these situations. Yeah. So that's why we're so glad that Rock House Kids is there. Um, you're the executive director. It's not funded, so it's still a non-for-profit charity. It is. That is it's put non-profit. On. Uh, are you teaching? Because um, I was in there like once or twice serving pizza at mm-hmm. one time. Uh, the biblical verses that are around the walls, very encouraging. I found yeah. a lot of resourcefulness in those phrases and Bible verses that we're showing. Mm-hmm. Is this a biblical charity event? I, organization rock house kids charity or what is it right we are bible based all right so that's um some of the teaching that goes on in the teaching time as well as in the classroom time so we're teaching the kids that there is somebody that loves you out there unconditionally which is awesome we're talking to d lackney executive director about rock house kids again the address of this location it's 1325 7th street all right and children can go there if they're in need during certain times, not all the time or certain periods? Most of our kids will come consistently. Um, they can come one time. They can come 12 times. It doesn't really matter. We don't put a limit on them. What happens is whether they're in a need for items or if they're just in need for food or if they're in need for just someone to come alongside them, that's what we're there about. So you're looking for donations of clothing right now as we get into the colder weather, you said. Blankets um, especially. Blankets, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would imagine, what, flashlights or walking yep. in the dark because the daylight hours are going to change here soon? Right. We we do give flashlights out. It's at the end of October, beginning of November for the kids. And we also continually take school supplies because we give out school supplies in August. But by January, they need new. They need new backpacks. They need new s- school supplies. We also are looking for boots, gently used or new boots, and those go from the size of little kid 13 all the way to men's 13. How about cash donations if I'm not really a good shopper? Yeah, cash is always good. (laughs) We can do the spending. How do I do the donation for that? You can go online to our website, rockhousekids.org, or you can send us a check at 1325 7th Street, Rockford, Illinois, 61104, or you can come on down. I would love for people to come on down so they can actually see what we do. People will walk through our building and be like, wow, we didn't know it was this big. And um, it's just it's just eye-opening for everybody to see. And how long have you been involved with Rock House Kids? I've personally been there five and a half years. Wow. Yeah. You've seen a lot. Definitely. You know, you people say, what's a success for a Rock House Kid? That they're there, that they're alive. We had a fundraiser back on the... 26th of September and I did a panel of kids and they were goofy and being silly up there and then I said okay we're going to get serious and there were seven of them and they ranged from I think the youngest one was seven and the oldest one was 16 and I said how many of you know somebody that was shot they all raised their hands I said okay how many of you know someone that was killed and they all raised their hand This is their reality. This is what they live in. We have a guy that graduated just this past May, and he didn't think he was going to because he was low on credits. And he said, Miss D, I'm going to walk across that stage with my friends. And I said, okay, what's your plan? And he says, I'm going to go and I'm going to talk to my counselor. I said, okay, let me know how it goes. He literally went to school day and night. He walked across that stage, and he also got a scholarship for track. And now he's going to college up in Wisconsin. That's a huge success for Rock House. 
And this is also the same guy when we were doing homework. He had to say what his greatest achievement was. He said that I'm 18 years old and I'm still alive. I said, can you explain that to me? And he says, well, he was my cousin didn't make it. There's shooting and violence all around us. My cousin didn't make it, and I'm still here. Wow. That's why we need to help out Rock House Kids. Again, located the address? 1325 7th Street, Rockford, and Illinois. And you're looking for items, so if you don't have children but you'd like to be a part of some great things happening, then you can donate. RockHouseKids.org is the website to get more details and information. Um, just, It's truly amazing what you're doing there. I, you said you were church-based, and there were churches that were helping you mm-hmm. out. Are all churches familiar with Rock House Kids, or is it just one denomination? It's non-denominational. We're not umbrellaed under any one church. So we do go to different churches and speak to them and let them know what we're doing. We've sent out flyers. We've sent out letters. So we're trying to get out there more. You said you were part of it for five and a half years. How mm-hmm. old is Rock House? It's 20 years this year. 20 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. And still one of the best kept secrets. Nobody knows where it is. Right. When people say, oh, where do you work? And I say, Rock House Kids, they give me a blank look and they, what's that? You know, <laughs> and it's important. It's about our kids and about the faith base. It's important on our end for faith base. But everybody out there wants to help a kid. That's what. That's the bottom line. It's helping a kid and making sure that they're safe. All right, so rockhousekids.org. Uh, are you planning any future fundraisers? I know right now the collection is for blankets, mm-hmm. for flashlights, obviously batteries to go with those flashlights, jackets, you said boots, and we're talking first graders to 18-year-olds, correct? Correct. Uh, is, do you have any other fundraisers planned throughout the year? Boy, do we. We have a thing that's called Big Eats Tour. So every year it's kind of like a concert tour. We go to a different local restaurant. So we have three of them that are coming up. Our first one that we have is October 24th at Noodles and Company. And that's the one on East State from 4 till 8. Sure. Then on um, November 11th, we are at Pizza Ranch off of Hananiga Road up in Roscoe. Mm-hmm. And what's great about that one is we will be serving you. Rock House people will be serving you. And that's from 5 until 8. And then the December one is at Culver's on East Riverside on December 8th from 12 until 3. And there our kids will be serving you. Just a few of the events. And again, you can go to rockhousekids.org and get the schedule. I'm sure that's on their page as well. As well as our Facebook page, LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram. So Rock House Kids on Facebook too. So take a couple of moments, learn be familiar with this because when you do go to Noodles and Company or Pizza Ranch or wherever and you see them, you're not like, what is that? And you should be like, I heard about that. And hopefully the whole point of this conversation is to get the awareness out there for you because what you do is amazing. Um, it's not easy work, but God bless you for doing it for our community because it's obviously very much needed. Um, I'm sure you've seen the numbers increase. We have. And especially with Christmas coming We do Christmas really big at Rock House. Um, Many of our kids don't have Christmas trees. They don't have decorations, let alone gifts. So what we do is we start on November 14th and 15th. We're going to start decorating the building. We have about seven trees that we put up and all the different Christmas decorations. Our teens get to go and cut down a Christmas tree, and they've never done that before. Last year was their first time. Then we're going to have a big Christmas party. And with that, that's where we need community help because each kid gets one $25 gift. So what we do is we ask each child what their wish list is. So they give us three gifts. 
Now, there's some people that come and they adopt a child and they bring the gift back, which is December 9th, that we would need all gifts. Or people will donate Walmart cards and we will go and do the shopping for the kids. So, And then we have a wrapping day party where we have people come in and they get to wrap all the gifts that, that have been brought in. Then from there, we have a big party for the kids on the 16th. And what's really fun is when you get to see the kids open up their gifts. I say, I say fun, but really it's a mixed thing. You have your kids that just tear into them and get all excited. Mm-hmm. Then you have the ones that unwrap only one because they also get stocking stuff for gifts and different ones like that. Then you get the ones that break your heart where they unwrap everything and then they ask for tape because they want to rewrap it because they don't have anything for Christmas. Those are the ones that are hard. You see a lot, you go through a lot, but like I said before, thank you for being there because where would there, where do these children go then if there was no rock house kids? I guess they just go through and fall through the cracks. They do. They do. And we help them with their schoolwork. We check with their schools. Many of the schools are in contact with us if they know they're a rock house kid. I personally have had calls and I've gone to schools because a kid was having an issue or struggling with something and, um, they're family now. My husband and I always laugh because our youngest is 21. So we're like, oh, no, we're going to be empty nesters. <laughs> oh, no, we have 250 more. <laughs> wow. So those are the numbers we're talking about, like 250 kids plus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is insane numbers. Uh, we could do our part as community members and residents of the state line area. Uh, is it just serve Winnebago County? Yes, at this point, because we don't have a way to get any others. Right. We do have one guy that moved up to Beloit. And my husband and I live up towards that way. So every so often we get a call and say, hey, can someone get me? And if we can, we'll bring him on down. Wow. Well, you've you built relationships that are changing lives, mm-hmm. not just casual friendships. You can feel that. You can see that just by talking to you as well, Dee. You can see that Rock House Kids is desperately needed. So uh, whatever we can do, uh, and again, if you're touched for the Christmas donations, you were looking for gift cards, that would work as well. Gift cards would be fine, or if somebody wants, like, we have some families that will come together, and they'll shop for a couple kids as a, as a family group. We have organizations. Um, we have one organization that's going to take 50 children, mm-hmm. um, and we bring we make it as simple as possible. We put everything out on a card for them, and they just pick up the card, or we can mail the card. And the only request that we have is that they stick to the $25 limit, because it's not fair to other kids. And also that it's back at Rock House by December 9th. All right, so $25 per gift or per child? Per child. Per child. So if they have three gifts on there and say one is like for slime, slime is a big one. That's like five $10. <laughs> I see. So you can have an, a, a total of $25. That's what a great way to uh, give. You know, you, you don't necessarily need to see or you know know who receives that gift it's just giving that was really the whole point of the season and so rock house kids could really use your help and again before christmas we're talking about blankets because the weather obviously has changed jackets gloves mittens hats isa boots flashlights with extra batteries would probably be be helpful or even just batteries yes would be great for you as well uh rockhousekids.org or Rockhouse Kids on Facebook. You can get more details there. Dee, thank you for coming in. Thank Again, you. Thank you for your work for the community. Um, just thank you for educating us because I, I received some information about Rockhouse Kids, and I'm like, you know what? I think more people need to know about this. So thank you for coming in and sharing us. 
I appreciate you letting us tell our story because it does need to be known. And hopefully next year we won't be the best kept secret anymore. <laughs> That's right. And being it's, you know, Sunday morning, um, the religion base I think is awesome. Um, any denomination would work. So they're mm-hmm. just phrases right out of the Bible that we find inspiration for. Um, you see any of the children uh, referring to those Bible verses afterwards as well? We do have a few. Um, we call them future preachers. <laughs> One was at our fundraiser, and he just kept talking and going and going. And I looked at him and said, no preaching today. <laughs> and he will. And we have, what's nice is the kids get involved. They want to lead the songs, or they want to go up there. And we do this thing called the three R's. And it's, um, I respect myself and others. I will do what is right in all circumstances, and I take responsibility for my actions. So the kids will come up, and they'll want to teach those to the other kids. So we're seeing leadership coming out of them wanting to kind of mimic what the adults are doing, which is a good thing because we want them to mimic these adults. Well, it'd be good for some adults to mimic the children because that's great Mm -hmm. learning. So thank you so much. Rockhouse Kids needs your help. Rockhousekids.org. Check it out today. Thank you, Dee. More with This Week in the State Line. In a moment. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Good morning. It's This Week in the State Line. I am Steve Summers, and boy, I'm excited, because in just a couple of hours, our event that we're going to be talking about is going to be taking place at Midway Village Museum on Guilford Road. Lana is here, and Lana, you are the... What, decorator, groundskeeper, executive director, <laughs> treasurer, you do it all there, don't you? Well, I wear a lot of hats, as everybody else at the museum. You know, we're <laughs> we're always putting on a different hat, it seems, over there. All right, so we had All Hallows' Eve yesterday, and that was truly phenomenal. You'll see the pictures on our Facebook page. Just check them all out. Now, what's going on today? It's a trick-or-trot run? Yeah, it is. Um, we decided about five years ago to have a run or and or walk through the village and the rock path. And it's been great. Every year we have up to about 200 people out for this event. It's a fundraiser, so all of the money raised goes towards the history education programs at the museum. And the twist of this is the people who participate can come in costume. Oh, so you can run in Mickey Mouse ears or, you know, big webbed feet or whatever. Yes, I've seen M&M's, uh, Woody from Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear pizzas. What a great photo opportunity yeah. for the trick or trot. Oh, is this a 5K run? It's a 5K run and walk. It is certified, uh, which means something to the runners who are out there who want to place and get divisional medals and trophies. Okay, so uh, what time does the run start? It's early. Um, in fact, it starts with registration, so it's not too late to get involved at 7 a.m. And then the actual uh, run takes place first at 8.30, and then at 8.40, the walkers start out on the course. How many years have you been doing the uh, trick or trot? Um, this is in its fifth year, so it's it keeps going strong. Oh, it's a golden 5K trick or trot. <laughs> it is. Five years of 5K trick or trot fun. See, it, it's a golden year. It, uh, yes. So does it cost anything to get in on this fun? Yes, it does. It's $30 to run. Um, and again, it's a fundraiser for history education. The walk is $10 uh, for everyone, including children. And if it's a child who's running, it is it is significantly less as far as the fee because we want to have that children participation. 
Sure. I know a lot of runners like to uh, know about times. Is it officially timed? Yes. Are there um, awards and yes. medals? And it's officially timed, and the medals are awesome. They're glow-in-the-dark. Uh, we have, uh, in fact, on our Facebook page right there is our cover photo, is a photograph of the medals, very high quality. There's a costume contest for children and adults, two different categories, which is <laughs> always fun. And then there's refreshments before and after. Now, you said the medals, are they glow-in-the-dark medals, too, because it's Halloween? Yes, glow-in-the-dark, they're orange (laughs) and black, they're very themed, but um, a lot of people, like you said, who are into the runs, they... Um, they think it's fun to get the the themed medals, and we wanted to jump on board with that too, and have some high quality medals out there. And you got a lot of sponsors, I'm sure, that make this all possible for you. Huh? Yes, we do. Um, Savant has been um, a sponsor from the beginning, and the Rockford Park District. This year, we have the Riverside Dental Center. And then Jack's Tire, Signs Now, Fleet Feet, and we have the National Contractors Association who are very much in support of this event through financing. I love the fact that it's only five years old and so many members of our community are stepping up and being involved. That's because Midway Village is such a treasure. Thank you. Um, Our mission is history education. We preserve Rockford's history, both the artifacts and the stories that tell about the people that lived here. So I appreciate you saying that. All right, we're talking to Lana from Midway Village and Museum. So tell us a little bit about the museum. Uh, That is open 24-7, 365 kind of a thing? Uh, Yes, we are open year-round. The Victorian Village, which is 13 acres on our 148 acres, is seasonal. We give tours in there May through September, or May through August. But our main museum center, which has the permanent exhibits and artifacts, is open year-round. And we have special events all year-round as well. Last time I was in there, you had a plane hanging from the ceiling. You had Rockford Peaches. You had all kinds of stuff. We do. Um, The Rockford Peaches exhibit we call um, Girls of Summer. Very popular. We have people all the time stopping off of I-90 to see that exhibit. Very important part of Rockford history. That's amazing. And where do all these artifacts come from? Just from the general population? Or do you have like people who are digging up land trying to find artifacts? Um, Boy, that's a great question. Many, <laughs> it truly is. One um, aspect of how we get our donations is through the people. They are going through family heirlooms, uh, and they say, "Oh, this is really important." And then we have a department, our collections department, that looks over the items. Um, we do have obviously certain criteria. Obviously, one of the big ones it has to have a Rockford tie to it and tell the Rockford history. Yeah, and I also know Midway Village has the uh, World War II reenactments, the World War Ones, all the uh, other reenactments. Have you ever thought about a Western reenactment? We had um, an event going on about ten years, which was a uh, Annie Oakley Buffalo Bill Wild West show. Um, but we're always talking about other new ideas, so I'm definitely going to bring that one back. It's, I just it has some legs to it, I guess. That didn't mean horse legs. <laughs> I just meant legs to it, I think, yes. overall. So, again, the big run, the 5K Trick or Trot run, All Hallows' Eve celebration continues today. The run starts at 8.30. The walk starts at 8.40. Um, get You can sign up right today, this morning, a- right? Absolutely. You can go on over Midway Village Museum and... Be a part of the event. All right. So the uh, the military reenactors a couple of weeks ago got rained out. We did. Yeah. That was, very, you know, rain's been influencing so many of our outdoor activities here in Rockford. And World War Two Days was one of them this year. Um, really, uh, the rain played havoc to 
um, not only the attendance, but really what we could be offering to the public. We kept modifying and modifying, and then it just became, no, this isn't going to happen. So you can't reschedule it because of other schedules. Yeah, we can't reschedule those larger reenactments because we have, a well, for that event, we have over a 1,000 reenactors who come in with their military equipment authentic to World War II. And then, of course, the tanks, you know, we've got a Schumann tank out there, and it's just something like that. That so large, no. There are other things you have going on, uh, Evening of Illumination is coming up in November, November 2nd, right? Yes, we do. Um, this event takes place in the village um, after after hours from 6 to 9 p.m. And it's uh, interesting because it's the darker side of Victorian era. Um, things that people don't think about much often in Victorian life, but seances, very popular. You know, the the um, getting around with groups of friends, relatives to try and uh, maybe hear or actually see someone who was deceased. Um, very popular in the Victorian era. So we're just trying to educate people on those other aspects of Victorian life people don't think about on an everyday basis. So it's Lana, the medium. Is that what I'm see- I'm hearing yes. you say? Yes. You know what? I'm thinking and I'm seeing and I'm... <laughs> Talking to Lana from Midway oh, Village Museum here in Rockford, a great history museum. If you've never been out there, you need to spend a day out there because it's that unique. Uh, even just walking up and down the gravel roadways and seeing the old buildings and, and how they... The blacksmith building, it's just truly takes you back in time it it does and uh some of the other buildings we have out there like the old stone school very popular education program has been hands down in rockford for many years as well you know we have uh students traveling within a 50 mile radius of midway village museum to come and learn about history and what's happened here in the rockford region that's the one thing i do see and hear a lot about schools taking field trips to midway village which is awesome yes it is um in may we host a civil war hands-on history day again what we uh, this last year we had six thousand students out on the grounds Wow. Yes. Um, any new uh, improvements? Do you need something? Do you need community to step forward um, and paint a building or something? Or what <laughs> you would know, you we're like? always looking for volunteer help. Um, in fact, paint a building. This year we had our Rockford uh, College students come out to help us with some restoration in the village. So um, other volunteer projects, they help at events, they help inside the museum administratively. So thanks for offering that up because volunteers... What do we have? 500 volunteers at the museum now, and we could not do what we do without those volunteers. So if you're interested, give us a call. I mean, even just cutting the grass or weeding or whatever it is, or even the the lagoon with the mill, the water mill that everybody takes prom pictures at or wedding pictures at. That is so gorgeous. Yes, and all of that needs to be maintained so that it still is gorgeous and continues to be. So our volunteers, um, we work with... Uh, like I said, many different volunteers, but the volunteers who are helping with our gardens and in front of the mill out there doing the weeding are um, garden volunteers. So just contact Midway Village Direct and yes, say, hey, I want um, to volunteer. Yeah, um, they can go to our website under volunteers and send in a form that goes directly to our volunteer coordinator. They can call, uh, stop into the museum and just say, hey, are you guys looking for some more help? And we're going to say yes. All right. So what is the website then? <laughs> it's www.midwayvillage.com. MidwayVillage.com. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, I also get a lot of people talking to me through social media. Even that, you know, we're available 24-7 through our social media sites to send us a message. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, more and more people are communicating that way, and we certainly are available that way, too. Unbelievable. So nice. And 
To top it all off, Midway Village, I remember... When before Now I'm an ordained minister, but I used to spin records, they say. I was the DJ for weddings and such. And you have the banquet room still available. Yes. Um, our rental program, and you may remember this, started out very humbly with people calling asking if they can rent the museum. The answer is yes. And we have a woman on our staff who's been involved with hospitality for over 20 years in Rockford. And I say that because she's very detailed with all the brides because some weekends we have three brides who want to come out and we want to say, yes, sure, have your wedding here. Wow. So again, if you're interested in a wedding or other private parties like family reunions, um, we've had class parties, we've had corporations have their employee picnics out there and inside as well for their holiday parties. So... Yes. What, a, what a great way to generate money to keep the museum going. And, and that was the beauty of it, is that the people of Rockford were looking for places to have special occasions, and it just really developed that way, and okay. it's continuing. So convenient, and it's just right there with all the development around it. Those acres you have are just waiting there for yes. more development. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that we have such a gem, we need to keep it there. Because that's a great treasure. The whole the whole campus, I'll call it, is absolutely gorgeous. Um, the land was actually donated to have a museum on those grounds. And, you know, for a history museum, we're only 43 years old. And I say only because that's not very old. So how did we get the buildings? You got the blacksmith, you got the houses, the hotel, you got a schoolhouse, I think. Uh, how did those homes get there? Were they built there when you got the land, or um, were they moved there? How the village formed was uh, twofold. They were moved, some of the buildings, and they were built there. The buildings that were built on the grounds are three-quarter replicas of some of the buildings that were in Rockford. For instance, the hospital on our grounds was originally um, uh, the hospital, obviously, Rockford Memorial. We did not move Rockford Memorial, <laughs> but we built a three-quarter scale of what that original hospital looked like. And when people go on a guided tour, they learn the history of how, not only how the buildings got to our grounds, of course, but really the history then of Rockford Memorial. That was the first hospital in Rockford. And that's what's interesting. People are seeing it, and they're engaging in it, and they're interacting with history. And I think that is the unique part of what we have out there at Midway Village Museum. If you want to spend an incredible fall day looking at beautiful colors, architecture, and really feel like you're going back in time, you absolutely have to check out Midway Village Museum, a history museum inside and outside. Take some time and put on the jacket and go walk through the grounds. It's it's, it's breathtaking. Thank Absolutely you. Absolutely gorgeous. So thank you for coming in. Good luck on your run. I know you got a skedaddle because you have a run to host here <laughs> in just a couple of uh, hours. At 8.30 this morning, the Trick or Trot 5K Run and Family Walk is happening. Uh, be a part of something special, Midway Village Museum. Thank you, Alana, for coming in today. Oh, no, thank you. And keep us up to date on all the cool things you're doing at Midway Village Museum. Great. Thanks. That's been an episode of This Week in the State Line. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line. 